Hey, welcome back to Country and Cold Cans. I'm Logan, sitting here with Andy and Kyle. Uh, this is Country and Cold Cans, brought to you by the Cold Cans Network. That is, make sure you go check out the brand new website, coldcansnetwork.com. We'll be covering music, of course, sports, also a little bit of uh, things, as we like to say on Miserable and Reckless, all things to South, and then a little bit of pro wrestling and classic rock from Classic Rock Carter. He has a brand new article out uh, giving his definition, his thoughts on the idea of what is and what isn't classic rock. So check that out on coldcansnetwork.com. All right, so moving into the cold cans weekly rundown, the weekly six pack we like to say here. First up, um, just kind of do a, you guys didn't get to go this year, but just kind of do a little bit of a review on my end of the road trip to Raleigh um, festival that we talked about a little bit last week on on this program. Uh, road trip to Raleigh, you know, as is American Aquarium's kind of weekly a yearly homecoming they have. They did three shows instead of two this year. Um, not going to spend a lot of time on it, but got to say it was a really, really fun, um, show after about three days, man, I was dead <laughs> on Sunday, staying up that late and being at, at three straight concerts. I, I quickly realized I'm not as young as I used to be. And, uh, I, I was tired yesterday, but the, um, American Aquarium played like 76 songs total. Um, they uh-huh. dove as far back as like some songs from 2007, and up to like some new ones that have yet to be released. But, you know, the you can always tell kind of which ones are the quote unquote hits with the crowd and with it being mm-hmm. a, a Raleigh crowd too, uh, predominantly, there's a lot of like it, Catherine Bell got a big pop. And um, so did things like Queen of uh, the Scene and, and Good Fight. Some of the stuff from like the Dances for the Lonely Era that I know that me and Andy both are big fans of, uh, you know, the early American Aquarium Yep. A little bit more than the new stuff. I, I we still like the new stuff, but you know, I like the uh, in your face screw you songs a little bit more than the the uh, more introspective stuff. Didn't he say he was going to play one of the albums, the whole album? Wasn't it Wolves? Yeah. So Friday night, no. So it was the um, it had been ten years since Burn Flicker Die had been released, and so Friday night he played the entire record. Uh, it wasn't in sequential order as how the record is, but he played every single song in a row from that album. That was really cool to see because some of those songs you just don't get to hear very often. But, you know, a lot of the openers were pretty good, too. I, I'm the one standout for me, and this is just a bias of mine, you know, is old 97. So that's one of the best live bands in the business. Rhett Miller, look, he's like almost uh, I don't I think he's like close to 50. He looks like he's 30. I God knows I hope I look like that when I'm that old and have as much hair as he does. But Rhett Miller puts on a show. Uh we have uh, some clips on Instagram and TikTok from from their set. You should go check that out. But Old 97s if you have a chance to go see him, you got to see him. Fantastic band. Um one of definitely one of my favorites. But uh you know, all the other openers were good too. Um I missed a couple on Friday and Saturday due to timing of getting there. Uh, I had a buddy of mine come up from Jacksonville and go with me on Saturday and he didn't get here in time for us to make it to all the openers on, on Saturday. So unfortunately didn't get to see everybody this year, but you know, that's how it goes sometimes. But I got to say the worst part about the weekend was I stayed in the same spot all three nights, right? Different people around me each time. But all three nights, there was somebody who kept farting every five (laughs) minutes. Like, dude, you'd be sitting there. You'd like reach to like take a sip of your drink. And then it's just like you would, if you open your mouth at the wrong time, disgusting. Oh, crop dust. The only thing I can do, but 
I mean, if the only consistency you're in the same spot, the only person that was in the same spot all three nights mm. was uh, was you. Yeah, mm. but I don't think that I would have surprised myself. <laughs> At, but the, you know what they say: whoever smelt it dealt it. I wasn't the only one that uh, smelt it. Everybody was commenting on it. <laughs> we had a few people on top of the farting uh, incident. Like, like I said, that was just terrible because you're mm. in a, a small venue with 900 people and you're all cramped together and somebody just keeps crop dusting everybody. Come on, mm-hmm. man. Take some Pepto. But uh, also, we had quite a few folks um, on a couple of the nights where they were just would not stop talking. And then there were some some hardcore fans that are in like the American Aquarium fan groups that were just taking pictures of them and pretending like it was a selfie and just roasting them online while the concert was going on. It was kind of funny. I was like, I, it, like I'm not as a, a big of a hardcore person as like other people are, where you can't say a word during a concert. I think that's a little bit extreme, but. You don't need to sit there and talk the entire time, especially on the the uh, not as loud songs. Yeah, I mean, sitting on Facebook roasting somebody during the show, aren't you also not paying attention? I mean, that's a fair point. I didn't see it, though, until I I got home, but I did laugh when I saw it because there was like two pictures. He's like, these assholes are still going. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's. And you're kind of there to see the show, not talk to it. What? But yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Some people just get really bothered bothered over weird stuff. They do. I mean, and it's like if it was a a rocking song, you didn't really hear them that much, right? But the yeah, the slower true. songs where it's a little bit more acoustic driven, that's where it kind of would bother everybody around them. But you know, at the end of the day, fun weekend, good three nights, and you know, every, the the a, a cover that he ended the encore set with on Friday night with it was BJ and he brought a deem the artist out and they sang should have been a cowboy by Toby Keith. Dude, the, that got mm. a huge pop. The crowd was singing word for word. That was a fun one to hear them uh, sing. Cause I think he covered that on one of his nineties uh, country cover records, uh, slappers, bangers and certified twangers. That one was fun to hear. Um, the crowd loved that. Cause you mean, you know, who doesn't love nineties country, but Mm-hmm. Andy, that too, but <laughs> but yeah. it, it, it's it's it was a fun three nights, great set each and every time. Got to hear if you come to the Raleigh shows for folks who have never been to Road Trip Raleigh, you get to hear a lot of older songs that they don't play as often when they're on the road on their normal tour. So it's that's kind of one of the benefits of coming to this show. So I, if you haven't been in the uh, and you're a big AA fan, you need to come at some point. It's a lot of fun. Um, get to see a lot of a lot of good music, and um, then you also, you know, gotta have to realize you're not as young as you used to, like I did, and and you're gonna be dead on the on that fourth day when you're recovering from the previous three. But road trip rally yeah. success. Glad to have it back. After the show, do y'all all like get together and coordinate your Facebook post because? Uh, the three people that I that I am Facebook friends with that are there all basically post it almost the exact same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, once we uh, are no yeah. longer, once we're not on the air, you, I'll Erica ask you and they Adam were. basically almost said the same stuff. That's funny. I ran into both of them at the show too on different nights, but I did run into both of them. But yeah, that's funny. Did we all use the um, "I hope he breaks your heart" caption? Mm-hmm. And then in the annual AA meeting thing, which was funny. Yeah, that's funny, Andy. You talked about that we had very similar captions for <laughs> for that show because I did run into both of them there. But I can promise you, on, on the record, we didn't coordinate that. 
But Adams was the funniest because it didn't tag the venue when he said he first went to his annual AA meeting. Yeah. (laughs) And obviously nobody got it. (laughs) Yeah. They're just like, okay, cool, man. (laughs) (laughs) Got to start somewhere, I reckon. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, Red Troop Rally, a lot of fun. Definitely should go. All right. Next up on the Cold Cans Rundown with the weekly six pack. All right. So. We haven't talked about this in a while. I was kind of wanted to ask you guys, what have y'all been listening to lately? Uh, like any artist, doesn't have to be anybody new. Maybe somebody you kind of got recently back on, but who's been like somebody that you've kind of been listening to the most? I've been listening to Haley Witters, and I have also the same, you know, same record. Um, but also, I have fallen back in love with a childhood album, Phobia from Breaking Benjamin. So I don't know if you listen to that. So that and the one they did for the Transformers movie. So uh, I know of Breaking Benjamin, but I'm not gonna like I know I'm much like about two thousands. Yeah, yeah, it was it was my heavy rock and roll days. Uh, it just popped up. I can promise you, Logan's not gonna like it. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. But yeah, that's what I've been listening to quite a lot this week. I hear that. What about you, Andy? I got actually got I I found a video that was like on youtube it's like the number one hits from like 2009 or 10 or something like that i got back into some of those like uh like the rock hits from back then like fallout boy and like panic at the disco type stuff Oh, it's little bit. yeah it's great stuff that fallout boy that that was also like number one on the radio too which fallout boy song would have been number one it's the one with the funky Thank, name. Uh, thanks for the memories yeah, all thanks for the memories yeah that's right yep they're like uh, oh, a bunch of letters. Yep. Yep. T H X F R M N M N, whatever it is. Yep. Yeah. 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 Good stuff back then. So what about you, Logan? Well, that's cool. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. Lately I've kind of really the last like week or so I've gotten really back into what was my favorite record of twenty twenty, and that was Teamwork by Future Birds. Um I'm I'm a big fan of these guys. Well, I love that album in particular. But, you know, just from, you know, tripping crazy boys, Killing Ground is my favorite song of theirs. It has the, the what I think is one of their best lines where they say, um, you know, the uh, if I could do it all over again, I'd find one thing you love and let it do you in. But it's like they're they are like this kind of like cosmic country, kind of like a little bit indie rock, kind of like sound mixed together. Good songwriting, great album from 2020. I think it was on my list of my 2020 top albums. So I definitely uh, implore people to listen to Future Birds. They're, I think they're coming to Raleigh. If I, if the if the bathroom signs at Lincoln Theater were not lying to me, <laughs> there's, I think they're supposedly playing here in April. So I hope they are. I'd like to go see them again. I haven't seen them play in a few years, but some guys out of I think like Athens, Georgia. Uh, but you know, really good music. If they they are what Wilco could have been if Wilco had stayed with the sound from like AM and being there from like 95 and 96 and not gone off the wall and Jeff Tweedy releasing computer noises and calling the album Star Wars. Like they are what Wilco could have been. Wilco with less drugs? Probably, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, Future Birds, man, they're, they're badass. So if you don't listen to them, check them out. But yeah, so I guess that's the update on what we've all been listening Ooh, to. Cool. So moving right along, Cold Cans Rundown, weekly six pack. All right. 
something's wrong with my computer. I can't get the soundboard to work. So my bad guys. Anyways, moving on in. Um, so we have a brand new song coming from some guys that are friends of the show. Uh, Mason and the gym line. We had them on the podcast. What? Maybe a year, year and a half ago at this point, something like that. And, um, Kyle, that was right around the beginning of, I think when you started becoming a regular on the show, um, it might've been was my first or second interview. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But, you know, really cool dudes. They put out like really good music. We're like, we had a great time talking to them and the song's name is Portalis. Um, it's a song that we actually got a sneak peek of after we stopped recording. They played for us over, excuse me, over zoom. So that was cool to be able to kind of like, when I heard it, I got to listen to it. Um, early and then when they they released it i was like oh this sounds familiar but so have you guys had a chance to listen to portalis yeah i felt like a big shot when uh i heard it because i already heard it before You're like you, oh i know this for you i before knew all i heard it or, somewhere for all you ordinary people got to hear it i felt no it's fine i felt <laughs> like a big shot uh yeah i like the song a lot um andy you said portalis is some little tiny town in new mexico yep uh, because you looked it up. Yeah, I'd, I'd never heard of it, but it's a cool name of a town. That's what I thought, too. Yeah, it's a, it's also really clever. He rounded with Portales and Dallas. thought it was kind, yeah. of, kind of cool. Um, it's probably the only word, other word in English that rhymes with Dallas, but. Callus? <laughs> yep. That took Andy all of okay, two okay, seconds. Okay, you just disproved my theory. <laughs> Malice, Callus. Yeah. Yeah, okay, fair enough. You just disproved my th- uh, theory. But anyway, uh, cool song. I like the intro. Uh, what is that instrument at the beginning, Logan? Is that- I, I'd have to go back and listen and know which one you're talking about specifically, but I, I do know that it has um, at certain parts in the song it has heavy pedal steel, which right, I know okay. I think anytime, I, anytime yeah. I get a chance to highlight pedal steel on a song, people that have been listening yeah. to us for a while know I'm going to take it. Yeah, I love pedal steel. I'm always hesitant to say it's pedal steel because I'm not always sure. No. And that might just be because I'm not musically. In- <laughs> instrumentally inclined at all um pretty much do, the same here yeah i'm like oh that sounds like pedestal and somebody's like no it's not i'm like okay i'm sorry <laughs> um but yeah I, I like it a lot um and i'll probably keep listening to it it's probably probably my favorite song by them in my opinion yeah it's it's quickly rising up the rankings for one of my favorites of theirs too um i i think that yeah. i really like uh now I love the way it sounds. Obviously, I know that's cliche to say, but I do. It's it's a fun listen. But at the same time, I, mm-hmm. I love the what the song to me what it sounds like. It's about where he's like, you know, he's lamenting how this relationship isn't going to work, even though he wants it to. And then, but he's using like this analogy of like she doesn't like the cold weather in Portales, so he like says she's down in like sunny and warm in San Antonio. How he should have never taken her out of Dallas. But at the same time, there's that line where he says, 10 damn inches of snow." Uh, never bothered me. But then at the end of the chorus, he's like, yeah, it's too cold here in this town. But the part I love about that is like, it's, it's, it works in two ways. Yeah. It's probably too cold weather wise, but with her being gone and him being all alone in the house of just being, you know, brick and mortar, um, it, it's, it's, you know, the house is cold without, you know, his lady there. So I think that works in both those ways is the kind of like where my first reaction when I first got out of it, which I really, really like that when somebody writes that in a song that way. Yeah, I didn't know I got cold in New Mexico. I have known oh, yeah. nothing about New Mexico other than it's never a, uh, been to New Mexico. Yeah, I've never been. Um, I've never been west of Austin or no, west of Dallas. Well, I think I stepped foot in New Mexico at the Hoover Dam. I think there's like a corner where it's four states. It's Arizona, 
Nevada, Colorado, Utah, maybe. Might be Utah. No. no, no, I think it's Nevada. Yeah, it is Utah, Nevada, Arizona, Arizona and Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I put a foot in it. That's most of it in New Mexico. <laughs> so it is cold uh, in northern New Mexico, which is now, where that is. Yeah, so you're a well traveled man, Andy. You would know. Have you ever been I've to Fortalis, Andy? No, I had to look it up. It's in the middle of nowhere. I'm not going. I'm going fairly close to there. You should drive by and take a picture. Not that close. It's close-ish. Yeah. You well, should you should just tour. go through there and uh, tell us if it's if it's really cold there. You guys are gonna laugh, but if I went that close, it's pretty close to Roswell. And honestly, I think I'd go to Roswell. Well, you act like Colin. I know what Roswell is. <laughs> I do know you what Roswell know. is. I'm a How nerd, do you so. not know what Roswell is? I have zero. I've never heard that town in my life. Dude, it's where the UFO landed. Yeah, that's what I had the first aliens. Oh. I guess. Yeah, you've never you've never gone down From a rabbit hole on YouTube. Forties, I, I believe. Not, no. <laughs> I think it was the forties where uh, supposedly forty-seven, forty-seven. Yeah, supposedly an alien uh, spaceship crashed in Roswell, and the mm-hmm. army but went and picked it up. Yep. Kyle's a conspiracy theorist. Huge, if true. <laughs> yeah, huge. It is true. I believe in aliens. I think they're. I think, I think they exist. They just <laughs> won't tell anyone because it'll scare the piss out of everybody. No, <laughs> like, no more like of the that, world stuff. Well, that's kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know anything about aliens, but I honestly am more shocked that you did not know what I was talking about. Really? Yeah, yeah, really. I, I am too. That's I thought... extremely well, popular. Of the three of us, I'm the one who's never gone on a podcasting or YouTube rabbit hole about UFOs and conspiracies. A- Andy, you that's... yourself admitted that you you like listening to those. Kyle just admitted that he likes yeah, to listen to about alien stories. Yeah. I've never done either of those things. But that's that's pop okay. that's pop culture though yeah. in this country. Yeah, and two, the YouTube algorithm is so good. Oh, the YouTube <laughs> YouTube is great for like giving you uh what yeah. you've been listening or watching lately. Like they're they're fantastic yeah. about that. Yeah, I'll be watching a World War II documentary in like four Episodes later, it'll be like, first World War II, here comes the aliens. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, yeah. lately, I'm not going to lie, lately my YouTube algorithm has been nothing but barstool content. I've, I've watched so much of that recently that that's, yep. they've, it's kind of washed out all the stuff that I normally would get on there. Yeah. I, although I do say the nerd side of me, I get barstool content and then the next video will be huge spoilers and Doctor Strange 2 multiverse of madness. And I'm like, well, I've got to watch this. And next thing I know is 15 minute video that I'm watching about possible leaks that are probably not true. So yeah, <laughs> I have some rabbit holes. I go down to <laughs> mm-hmm. well, at least our aliens are real. It's true. Dr. My Strange movies that I'm, I'm watching that about are real movies. The leaks might not be. Didn't uh Spider-Man just break the record at the box office. Did it, it was pass cool. Avatar? Did it pass Avatar? Well, I think Endgame already passed Avatar uh, okay, back in okay, 2019, okay. but I don't know if yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home passed it or not. I know that last I saw, they were at 1.9 billion um, mm. at the box office, which put mm. it in like fourth or fifth somewhere in that okay. ballpark. But it yeah. did, considering that you know the box office has been dead since yeah, you know, huge. the COVID virus, like that that's a huge showing. I mean, I know I was there the night it debuted, so it was like you know there are a lot of people out there that like that shit, and I'm one of them. Yeah. See, when I went to watch Endgame, I was so mad. Not because the movie was bad, but like every time Tony Stark threw a punch, people were in the crowd like, yeah! Like, <laughs> Bro, shut up. Shut up. What night did you go? 
Oh gosh, we went like a day after me and Bailey went to Rocky Mount a day after it came out, and we went at, we ordered tickets to the ten, the nine thirty show, and then they were like, "Oh, we're full." We're like, "Well, we we ordered them already." So like, "Oh, we got tickets for the ten thirty show." <laughs> like, what are we gonna do at ten thirty in Rocky Mount on a Tuesday night or whatever? It might have been a Thursday night, anyway. But yeah, so we just had to, we just rode around went to the mills, yeah. And then got home. That movie is insanely long. It's like it's like Lord of the Rings in length. It's like three hours. Yeah, but I, I'll happily sit through Lord of the Rings, dude. That's <laughs> one thing I can't get into. Like oh, that's why I, I always I always laugh. Like I I firmly believe that the storylines for Lord of the Rings are fantastic. Like I, let me they put that as a disclaimer. So but I I firmly chuckle every time somebody like at work or one of my friends is like, "Oh, you watch that Marvel shit, nerd?" I'm just like. You're literally because this happened at work today. Actually, I'm like you're literally someone who loves Lord of the Rings. My uh, level of nerddom is here. Your level mm-hmm. of nerddom is here at like Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> That's like the mm-hmm. difference. With Marvel is pretty mainstream compared to Lord of the Rings. That's true. I love Lord of the Rings, but if you asked me anything about the lore of it, I would just be like, <laughs> be like uh, hobbits. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. something I, I couldn't tell you. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. so some of these people would go way down a rabbit hole. Oh, I, I am hype about I am hype about Amazon's new series they're doing on it. Spent four hundred and fifty million dollars on one episode. Wait, of one episode Wait. of what? It's called Rings of Power. It's they're they're doing a Lord of the Rings content. Amazon Prime. So they spent four hundred and fifty million on one episode. Yes. How are they going to recoup any of that from an Amazon show? They're not tax write off, bro. Jeff Bezos doesn't care. He's here, he really doesn't. I mean, Lord of the Rings is like one of those. It's one of those things that if you're going to do it, you have to do it right because you're just going to be cyber bullied into oblivion if you mess it up. So you're telling me they're like Star Wars fans, but worse, yes. But worse, good gosh, if they're worse than Star yeah. Wars fans, <laughs> yeah. Star Wars you know, fans are pretty damn bad. So you know the trilogy of Lord of the Rings that they did in like. 2003 yeah if they filmed all three movies back to back to back so when the first one came out they were done filming all mm-hmm. three of them so they were really just fucked if people hated the first one yeah. <laughs> they were all done filming so yeah that's how they came out so quick but yeah somebody was telling me today Why? that they want to release like a director's cut that's of, of all three movies that will total of 18 hours wow that's I didn't that's know they just, cut that much from the movie that's insane if you have six hours, if my math is correct, because I'm bad at math, six hours per movie. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, so they're that's talking crazy about the, talk. They're talking about the original three, not the, the Hobbit and yeah, stuff that came yeah, out. Yeah. Like, okay, okay, okay. That's what I was but, told today. I don't know if it's true or not. So I don't, don't, know. don't tell me I'm getting misinformation because I don't know. But, yeah, we'll but, get tagged for misinformation. Yeah, I'm going to get flagged for misinformation <laughs> on, on Spotify. While we're here, the uh, the Batman looks pretty good. No, the Batman yeah, looks yeah. sick, dude. Yeah. That looks yeah. good. The Batman yeah. looks really good. Now, DC is confusing, though, because they're doing like... Now, Marvel's going to start doing this, too, I think. But DC is like doing multiple different Batman movies at once right now. And it's like, even if the, uh, like, the Flash movie is going to have Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck's Batman in it, because like, apparently the multiverse is a thing in DC as well. But like this one's going to be a standalone <laughs> thing um, it, that's not connected to the EU. But this one, to your point, Andy, it looks really good because they get they got the uh, what's the vampire movie that the girls like, um, Twilight. 
they have the Twilight boy. Yeah. He's he's the one. Robert Pattinson's his name. That's what his name is. He's the one doing um playing Batman. And I gotta say, like, it's like a younger Batman. He's kind of like you know detective kind of thing, but he also looks kind of like he's a little bit violent. So I you know count me in. Mm-hmm. Even though I believe we ought to just outlaw Marvel for five years, um, I'm in the minority, but. I think we ought to make it illegal. The, see, the problem with that is I get why you say that because like fatigue on it, right? It's been like 20 some movies or whatever. But the the problem mm-hmm. with that is most of the movies that come out besides Marvel movies are, like suck. Like there's not a yeah. lot of good movies that come out these days. So it's like even if Marvel is not as good as Marvel's how watermark, it's still better than a lot of the other shit. They I think get. my main I think my main beef is the Disney plus shows. I just I just uh just can't do it. I'm just no please stop i don't care yeah. about dr strange not dr strange what the what the hell is the guy's name with the jewel in dr. his head Close. Uh, vision not quite yeah the red guy yeah vision wanda vision yeah that's it yeah no, his name's vision <laughs> but yeah the tv in the show named wanda vision yeah i'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure that's the fairly odd parents could be i think that was a thing on there what was? I think that was Nickelodeon, not Disney. WandaVision. No, yeah, that was, that was Fairly Odd Parents. I'm pretty sure. Well, WandaVision is the new oh yeah Wan- Disney Plus series. Yeah, yeah, Wanda and Cosmos were the Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Deep insight from Andy Forsyth. Yeah, Andy's like, you know what, Nickelodeon. I used to watch it. Andy strikes me as a rocket power kind of that kind of dude. Oh yeah, big time. What's that little thing you always do with your hands? A rocket power fan? I was an Ed and Eddie Stan. Uh, wiggity wiggity or something. Like that? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like wiggity 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 something like that. Yeah. yeah. I remember because like, I was not a I was not a big Rocket Power guy, but I did watch it some. But I I, I did love it was Ed and Eddie. That was a solid show, but I ain't gonna lie. I used to get confused on which one was which. They had the same fucking name. So Ed was the tall gumpty one. Ed with two D's was the hat, and Eddie was the short one. I guess that's the point of the show is they have the same name, but still. One's Ed with one D, one's Ed with two, the second D's silent. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny, man. Oh, my God. You're like, Ed is this one. Ed with two D's is this one. And then there's Eddie. Look, on a side note, uh, I got HBO Max a couple months ago, and I got it to. I was watching Chernobyl and Wait, hold on. It's a side note of our side note, but continue. yeah, yeah. I was I just got, I want to watch Chernobyl and I started rewatching game of Thrones. And then I realized they have cartoon network on there. And I found Ed, Ed and Eddie on HBO max. And I went on a bender for like three days. <laughs> I'm just watching Ed, Ed and Eddie. So yeah. Phenomenal show. No, I, I agree. Solid show. Solid show. It's just, you know, how did confusing. we get here? Uh, well, what, we went uh, off a cliff. Yes, we did. We we were talking about Portalis. <laughs> we ended up on movies. And... So, Andy, getting it back to on, on topic for this, what is your take on Portalis after we went down the Lord of the Rings, Ed, Ed, and Eddie, uh, Rocket Power? Uh, yeah, it's all it's a sick name for a town, and it's a really good like town to make a song about. I pretty much agree. Kyle took all my thoughts. The little intro riff, like the upbeat pedal steel type deal, is Liddy Titty. The, uh, <laughs> we need to make that a t-shirt, Liddy Titty. <laughs> I should get a hat. Country Cole Cane's hat says Liddy Titty. It's Liddy Titty. 
That's our. That could be the new tagline. Country called cans. It's Liddy Titty. Hashtag Liddy Titty. <laughs> Oh, was that it? That. <laughs> I thought you. I thought I interrupted you. My bad. <laughs> no, nah, that was about it. Oh, I got you. No, good song. Definitely check out Mason and the Gen Line. Um, they've got two singles that are currently out on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you stream your music. Um, that also have probably available for purchase on iTunes. If that's still a thing, I don't know. But um, the it, they have one called Chances Are, and then this is the most recent one, Portalis. I'm sure they have a new record coming out soon. So make sure you go go to a guy, uh, one of those guys' shows if you can. Buy some merch, listen to the music. They're good dudes, great music. So missing the gen line, check them out. All right, moving on in to number four on the Cold Cans Rundown Weekly Six Pack. Soundboy works again. Hot damn. All right. Top three sodas, fellas. Um, it, it doesn't have to be strictly diet. doesn't have to be strictly regular, but we were talking about this on Miserable and Reckless the other week. Um, one of them that won't make it for me because I think it's ass, but people in North Carolina love is Cheerwine. I think it's terrible. Sucks. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's terrible. Yep. It's like, it's disgusting. I don't know why North Carolinians, you know, like love it so much, but it got me thinking. I was like, we typically do like, you know, on the weekly six pack, a couple of things that are not really about music. And I was like, this is perfect. Top three sodas. So Kyle, what you got, man? Number three. Are we going in order? I would say start at three and go to yeah. one. Okay. So three, I have a uh, diet mountain lion, uh, two diet Dr. Pepper and the greatest soda of all time is diet Mountain Dew. So you went diet all three. That's out of the box. Yeah, I don't. This sounds like a boomer thing, but I just don't like regular sodas. They like burn. <laughs> I don't know. This, I don't know what it is. It'll just give me Call like me a burn, burn on the way in or out. <laughs> in they give me like they give me acid reflux for some yeah. reason, and regular sodas don't. I mean, diet sodas don't do it. So, so you've got a you've got you said a food line uh, you, brand. So you don't you don't really because diet Dr Pepper Dr Pepper in general is not really a cola kind of is kind of not but like you don't really have any colas on there so you're more of a uh, light soda guy yeah uh, yeah I would disagree with you on the Dr Pepper thing that is definitely a soda I didn't say a soda I said a cola it's a cola that's what I meant that's the cola is it I don't I would say it is dark but is it I don't know. I don't know. Wait, dark don't make Mountain it a cola. Dew? Yeah, because Mountain Dew's not a cola. A co- cause, so it's well, Coca-Cola. What's the, the definition cola? of a cola? Like Pepsi, Pepsi cola. cola, Coca-Cola. It's not called Dr. Pepper Cola. RC mm. Cola. Yeah, mm. that's a cola. We'll have to look yeah, this I'm up because I'm kind of, the, I don't know. Ginger. I'm not a big fan I of the ginger so Pepsi. Yeah. And everything else has just become, it gets too sweet. I can't drink the sweet things. Right, uh, like, like I used to like, I used to like vanilla Coke. Can't do it anymore. It makes me makes me <laughs> nauseous. Yeah, I don't know because I didn't sit well in my stomach anymore. Uh, I used to like it, uh, but no, the greatest soda of all time is Diet Mountain Dew. It's the most southern redneck thing to say because there's a joke about <laughs> rednecks and their Mountain Dews, but. I live off uh, Diet Mountain Dew and Zen, but uh, that's what I live off of. <laughs> and then when you get done with the Diet Mountain Dew, the Zen bottle becomes a spit bottle for the Zen. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah. You just but, constantly recycle. 
I gotta say though, you're um number three. I, I really like that you picked uh, Diet Mountain Lightning from the Shitty Kitty Food Lion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's you went with like the, 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 the <laughs> yeah. You went with the uh, the soda that probably like I mean, you not can a get lot a freaking people have had. No, you get you can get a three liter for like a dollar ninety nine. A yeah. three liter. So it's a good soda that, that comes in clutch. It is a good soda. It's um. um it's a food line brand. I don't even know what's the Walmart version I would have of it. Swore up and down, Mountain Lightning. Mountain Lightning Walmart. is the white. Yeah, Mount. Uh, yeah, Mountain What'd you Lightning. Say? Oh, you, okay. Yeah, you said Mountain, Mountain Lion. You Mountain oh, Lion. I heard. I That's heard Mountain line. Lightning every Mount, time you said that. Yeah, Mountain Lightning is the is the Walmart Sam's Club yeah. brand. Yeah, but Mountain Lion is from Food Lion. I may have said Mountain I Lightning, heard, Andy. I ain't gonna lie. I Probably heard yeah. Lightning every single time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Mountain lightning is yeah. not as good as better as lion. So, yeah. All right, so well, Andy, that's, that's my stance. I am correct. There's no <laughs> I, I would not be shocked at all if mine and Logan's are not the same. Maybe in different order, potentially. But I'm gonna go number three. I'm going with the the diet do. Number two, I'm going with Coke Zero, but the black one. I'm not sold on this new one with the orangish reddish logo. Not sold on that yet. Number one, dot Dr. Pepper. Dude, the new Coke Zero is like so much better than the old Coke Zero. Is it the I'm sugar not sold free on one? it yet? Yeah, it is. They Dude, both are. I, yeah, they okay, don't yeah. even really sell the black label Coke Zero anymore. It's all red label now. But it's like Yeah, but I'm talking fountain though. Coke Z- Coke is a fountain drink at Chipotle specifically. And and McDonald's. I don't know that most yeah, of the Chipotle sure. have converted it from the uh from the black label to the orangish looking one. No, I do. Are you saying it's red? I think it's red. I don't know what color. I think it's red. But but it's not, it's like a burnt orange, like reddish. It's not like red, like classic Coca-Cola. I think it's it's just red. And I hate the commercials for it. Uh, I have, look, while we're on this, I have a bone to pick with the, the fountain, fountain drinks rock. I love a fountain drink, especially at a gas station when you get like the, gulps or whatever for like a yeah. dollar but i i do not like the the coca-cola one that's got the touch screen where you can pick like 40 oh, different no, things they suck yeah it's yeah, yeah. disgusting because there's always a kid in front of you that pits like every button and then it's just like ugh, you, it's disgusting. But sometimes it mixes drinks it comes yes, out the it same does. nozzle it's, it's yeah. not okay yeah no, i don't want i, don't I like want the old-fashioned just stick your cup under the drink you want and it comes out yeah, I don't want that freaking like Fanta or or uh, or uh, Sprite high mixed C. in with my cola. Like, yeah, high C. No, oh. I don't want that mixed in with my cola. Oh, it's or even my worse. Mountain Dew. If you're trying to top off your water bottle, and there's always water, a lot of times, places that have vitamin water, that vitamin water taste does not come out of that nozzle. Wait, are you taking your water, your water bottle like water. and going into restaurants <laughs> and filling it up for free? You cheap All ass. The time. <laughs> Are you at least buying something? Yeah. Okay, at least you're buying something. If you didn't buy something, that's kind of a shitty move. (laughs) But to the truck stop, I do it all the time. Like, they have their own drink machine, and you get free drinks. So they have, like, the Wendy's machine at at truck stops now? Uh, Well, no, they all have their own drink machine as well. No, like like the fountain, Well, some truck stops have Wendy's. Yeah, it's the same thing. Some of them have – they got this new, like, touchscreen thing that's just coming out that I'm starting to see – fast food places too but it's very similar and then the old school ones still have you know your classic right you know hit the lever one 
Yeah. yeah a lot of the ones where you hit the lever, it's got the vitamin water. The water is in the vitamin water one. Yeah. Taste of mm. vitamin water does not come out of that nozzle. They, they have vitamin water on. Stain your water. Yeah. Vitamin water, Powerade. Yeah, I've seen the Powerade combo a lot. That's funny to me, though. <laughs> you're taking your water bottle in there, your your personal water bottle, and filling it up. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Where else am I going to fill it up at? Oh, water fountain. Yeah. Telling me they don't have water fountains at truck stops? I mean... No. Very rare. Dude, the most, the most elite water fountains are those that are at airports and colleges because you they have like the it's like this fancy mm, shit where they're trying to save the bottle on it. You just stick the bottle right there and just it drops down and fills it for you. But mm, then they give you a like counter a, behind it. Yeah, it gives you the little <laughs> yeah. counter of how many bottles you save. Like I really give a fuck, but I was just like, <laughs> this is cool. Not gonna lie, I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's cool, and it stops itself. It does. It stops itself. Like yeah. it, it's like it has a sensor. I don't know how it does. It's, it's witchcraft, but yeah. it's cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, I dig it that. only. It stops at a certain liter too. If you have like a forty ounce bottle, it won't fill it up all the way. Oh, okay. Mm. They're keeping you out. Yeah, dude. It, what's Just most interesting to me about both of y'all's picks is y'all want strictly diet and zero sugar drinks. Try gotta cut it where you can. Gotta cut it where you can. No, yeah, yeah. Like, trust me, I drink mostly that now. I don't like. I ain't gonna lie. I've been really on a big Dr Pepper Zero Kick. Fantastic drink. Mm. Like, I love it. Never uh, had oh my god, that. dude, it's so good. It's I am so good. In, it is nowhere near as good as Do- Diet Dr like, Pepper. Diet Dr Pepper is disappearing. It's the Doc- sweet one. Doctor Diet Dr Pepper is good. I'm not. I'm not gonna say it's not, but I, I like the Dr Pepper Zero a little better. Mm, interesting. It's okay Go to have bad things taste. change. Things change. It's true, but. So for Something me, shouldn't, but okay. <laughs> for me, I went a little more traditional with my list, but we're not too far apart. Um, I got to say that number three, I think we're the same. Um, Diet Mountain Dew. Love Diet Mountain Dew. I've, uh, I still have that in my number in my top three, even though I haven't drank it as much recently. But I've spent a small fortune on Diet Mountain Dews at Sheets and Circle K's over the last mm-hmm. five years. Good drink. I mean, you know, like Kyle said, it's a redneck cliche, but damn, maybe sometimes I'm a I'm a cliche redneck. Good drink. Like it. They're on to something. Mm-hmm. Number two. Um, these two are really can be interchangeable depending on the week, but the way I'm feeling currently right now while we're while we're doing this is it's traditional Dr. Pepper at number two. Dr. Pepper's a fantastic soda. It's it's an elite soda. It's one of the best. Um I mm-hmm. it's like it's similar to a cola, but it's not. I still don't think it's a cola. I'm gonna have to look that up, but it might be. Could be wrong. But Dr. Pepper's so 23 great ingredients. Yes, it is. Now I don't. I did like it better back when Dr. Pepper didn't have the 23 ingredients. Didn't list us. It didn't say 23 logo because it got in my head for mm-hmm. a while that all I could taste was the cherry, and I don't like too much of a cherry influence on anything. But I'm I'm over it now. I'm back to drinking that shit. But number one is. Coca-Cola classic, as they called it in the early 2000s, but just regular Coke. Man, nothing beats the the harshness and the bite of a Coke. The very thing that and you the don't cocaine. like. <laughs> and the thing that you don't like, Kyle, is the thing that I, do, I love about Coca-Cola. I hate Pepsi. Pepsi sucks. Unless you want to sponsor us Pepsi, then you're awesome. But Pepsi is sugary piss water sometimes. I don't mind Pepsi Max, but I just don't Pepsi like it. Pepsi also it's, makes Mountain Dew. I know they do. do. But I'm not talking about the company. I'm talking about that one soda. I'm not a big Pepsi guy, but I do love Mountain Dew. I know. Weird, but I, I, I like it. Um, Coca-Cola, though. Coca-Cola Classic, one of my favorites. 
Are you referring to the ones that you can get like at the food line and the, the glass bottles, maybe with real sugar? Well, or are you no, just referring to like the OG Coke? With, I'm just OG, talking about like, like the, I'm not even talking about glass bottle Coke. I'm cause, and it's not all glass bottle okay. Coke that is real sugar in it. You have to get Mexican Coke for real sugar. Mm, it has to say made in Mexico for it to be real sugar. Otherwise, it's the same stuff they put in the plastic bottles. I'm just Spanish. talking about the labels yeah. are have Spanish on. They do, yeah. But you can get that on like the Mexican food aisle um, at a food line. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've bought some of them from there for they're really good. But I'm talking about just regular Coca Cola. Like I love oh, okay. and like to Andy's point. The um, we used to get Coca Cola at the um, at Chipotle, one of the best fountain drinks you could get. They are superior. It's crisper. It's fresher. It just it's colder for whatever reason. But it's just it's really good. I'm a I'm a Coke guy. Yeah, it's like McDonald's Coke. Uh, they have like a special mm-hmm. deal with Coca Cola, so their syrup is richer. Yeah, yeah. Compared to Chipotle's other- is not way different than than that. Hmm, interesting. That's funny to me that Chipotle McDonald's because uh, I've heard that before too, Kyle. It's funny to me that McDonald's mm-hmm. has a special deal with Coca Cola because it does taste they a little do. different. It really does. Mm-hmm. The syrup is thicker. The syrup yeah. that you know when they go to the drink machine, it's got the carbonation and then this box mix. And yeah, it's a, it's a different mixture. Is just like a little bit more like airy, like a little more airy in the carbonation or something, right? I, it's I just crispy. If you don't understand airy, you're not going to get it. But I don't know how to explain how why soda can be crisper than another, but it's crisper. So whatever that means, yeah, it is. It. Nothing's worse than when you're a flat soda. Ugh. Oh, dude, yeah, so bad. I saw something funny the other day on ESPN uh, 99.9, the fan. Joe Giglio and Joe Ovi's had a commemorative can and bottle from the 1992 Duke Blue Devils. Um, uh, mm-hmm. national title, and then from the 1982 Carolina one, they had never been opened, right? They opened it mm-hmm. on the air and drank both, and the 82 one, they were about to puke. They said it was disgusting. Of course, it came from the Carolina a bottle. Probably sucked when they first bottled it. But then you go to the 1992 one with Duke, they said it was drinkable, really flat, no carbonation, but they said it was drinkable. They said that extra 10 years of it sitting there made a huge difference. They're like, a soda in 92, you can kind of stomach, and it's not terrible. 82, Awful. Yeah, my dad has all the ones from the eighties and nineties uh, at his house. He bought them when they they're just sitting on a shelf. They're not opened. I yeah. wouldn't dare drink it. But he also has a six pack of uh, it's Budweiser when the Redskins, the Commanders, uh, won the Super Bowl in ninety one. Yeah, I believe it is. It's yeah, Budweiser. I'll let Logan near it. Yeah. I wouldn't drink that Budweiser if that's even no, worse. Than a 20, I wouldn't year old. drink Budweiser if it was brand new. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine a thirty-year-old Budweiser. Oh gosh, dude, <laughs> then that would be worse than a thirty-year-old Coke. Yeah, any day of the week. Ugh. So bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, anybody listening, make sure you message us. Tell us what your favorite sodas are. Tell us who's right, who's wrong, and uh, maybe somebody can tell us whether or not Dr Pepper is a cola or not. Because I don't know. All right. Moving in to number five on the Cold Cans Rundown Weekly Six Pack. Super Bowl weekend, fellas. Most people care about the NFL. I'm not a big NFL guy, but I know you guys like it. I'm a casual fan. Fantasy football is over, so my interest in it isn't there as much as it was. But Super Bowl, probably going to watch. Um, the Rams versus the Bengals. Rams are four-and-a-half-point favorites. The over-under is 48-and-a-half. So I kind of want to get your guys' take on, one, who you're pulling for and who you think is going to win. 
this is probably the first Super Bowl probably in my lifetime that I can remember that I really don't care who wins. Um, Stafford put on just a shit team for so long. Deserves to be here. Um, put up ungodly numbers on a crap team. Uh, Joe Burrow, hard not to hate that guy. I mean, hard to hate that guy, excuse me. Dude's just a winner. So I like his his uh, his style. You know, he wears the old school sunglasses. Yeah. Um, I'm taking the Bengals to cover that four and a half because I don't think that I don't think the Rams beat them by more than four and a half. Even there is no such thing as a Rams home game. The 49ers <laughs> sold that stadium out <laughs> last week. Yeah. Or two weeks ago. Rams have no fans. Because it's because LA is a transplant city. Like everyone just moves to LA. Yeah, it's like DC but, uh, in that regard. Yeah, it's just a transplant city. Um, so I don't think the Bengals get beat by more than four and a half. Uh, so I, I would take that bet. That's a, uh, like I said, I'll be happy either way. First time I really don't have a really interest in a Super Bowl in quite a long time. Interesting. So you got, Especially if you were betting, you got the Bengals covering the four and a half. Uh, Andy, yes. what about you? Who are you pulling for? Uh, and if you had to bet the four and a half point spread, Rams being the favorite, who you got? Oh, I think I'm going to probably say I'm probably pulling for the Rams. Kind of kind of what Kyle said about Stafford. And also for almost the reason that uh, Kyle said this about somebody a couple of weeks ago, I think talking about Burrow. Burrow's a young guy. Stafford's not as young as he used to be. So I'm, I'm probably going to go with the Rams on that one. Um, I don't know. I really feel like it's it's both a surprise to me that the Rams and the Bengals made it. So I really could see it. I could see it being a – I really could probably see it being a blowout either way or a close game. The way this postseason has been, though, I'd probably say it's going to be a close game. I'll take uh, – I, I don't think they'll cover. Andy just gave us the ESPN Rams by Kyle. nine. He said it's either going to be a close be a game or it close. could be a blowout. Who knows? <laughs> it's, an unfalsif- like they, it's an unfalsifiable I, thesis. <laughs> I feel like they both almost like lucked into making it. They're like Kansas City basically gave it away. They just couldn't do anything right. I mean, the Rams have been good all year. So I don't, yeah, I don't that's know. That's true. But they're loaded. They have a star studded roster. Yeah. I mean, similar to what you guys said, like, I like Stafford. I really like Burrow, too. Um, I wouldn't be mad if either team wins because, you know, I'd like to see Stafford at least get him a Super Bowl. Um, but at the same time, I, I've grown to become quite a fan of Joe Burrow. I think he's going to be a damn good quarterback over the next decade. And um, and then, but if it got to my head who I'm pulling for, it would probably be Cincinnati just because on the defense, you know, you got B.J. Hill and Jermaine Pratt who are two, a couple of pack pros. So anytime you've got some some starters on the defense that are from your alma mater, you almost have to pull for them. So they, I kind of give a slight edge in my, my fandom for this one game and this one week to the Bengals. Now, the reason I think I disagree with both of you and I think the Rams cover I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think they cover. Four and a half isn't isn't a crazy spread. I mean, if they win by touchdown, they cover, right? 
So, but the reason I say that is because the Rams' offense is good. The uh, the Bengals' offense is good, but the Bengals' offensive line is not good. And Aaron Donald and Von Miller, I think, are going to have a field day. Joe Burrow is going to be running for his life. So for that, I think the Rams are going to be able to get more stops in the Bengals. So I think the Bengals ultimately are going to lose, and the Rams probably cover and probably win by about six or seven. Hmm. I feel like Tom Brady still has a decent chance at winning it from somehow. <laughs> Never count out the goat. <laughs> what about the over yeah. under of 48 and a half? Either would either of you touch that? I think it I goes don't know over. What that means. So that means the combined point scored over under 48 and a half points. Yeah, I think they go over. Over. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm kind of with you on that. These are two like, you know, scoring offenses, so I, you know, I, I hate touching over unders in the playoffs. It's a, it's a scary thing for me when it comes to NFL playoffs. But you know, I, I would if I had to bet on that, I'd say the over. Because I mean, has what's there that? been it's a like low twenty four apiece? Has there been a teams? Has there been a low scoring game the entire postseason? Mm, um, I mean, the Rams forty ers wasn't that high scoring. Oh, the Packers forty ers was thirteen ten. Yeah, that was also a. Zero degree weather. Yeah, and um, both those guys are losers, and they're out. So, yes, true. <laughs> yeah, uh, if I had one rooting interest, is a former East Carolina player on the Cincinnati line, uh, Deontay Smith. I think is his name, or Dante. I can't remember his name. How you say his first name? He's a tackle, but be cool to see him get one. Yeah, he was there when I was there. So, <clears throat> yeah, so. BJ Hill and Jermaine Pratt were also at state for a co- my last two years. I was there, but they were they're like two or three years younger than me. But yeah, I mean that's cool. It's it'd be, like so if the Bengals win, we got two pack pros and one ECU pro getting a ring. Yep. That'd be pretty solid. Good for the home team yeah. in North Carolina. But all right, yeah. yeah. Cool so Super Bowl this weekend. Has any other final thoughts on the Super Bowl before we move to the final topic? Any commercials? How do you think that's going to be? It's halftime show with all the old rappers coming back. Any thoughts? Who's playing? Doctor Dre's playing, ain't he? Yeah, I think Eminem, it's, it's Dre, Eminem, Snoop. Is Jay Z gonna be there? I think he is. I thought Jay Z did the last Super Bowl. Maybe Snoop, I can't remember. Snoop Dogg, Dre, and Eminem did a bunch of songs together on the that that Doctor Dre album that people our age know. It's the one with the black cover, and uh, I think he's got a pot leaf on it or something like that. I don't remember the name of the album. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I'm, I, I'm the least hip hop person on this podcast. I think I, it's I uh, was it? It's either still uh, still Dre or forgot about Dre. I think they're mm. both on my album. But I think that had Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Eminem on the same song. Yeah, the only Dre album I know is The Chronic. Well, I, actually, I don't. I know of The Chronic. I don't know any of it though. Well, that's what I mean. That's, I don't know the song. Pretty old. But I've yeah. heard of it. Yeah, that's from like. 1990 or something like that. Uh, uh, it's an old it. record. Yeah, it's an old record. I, I, like I said, old. I'm, I'm not a big hip hop guy. Like I've tried getting into it. I just don't like it as much as everyone else does. But I know that you guys listen to it a little more than I have over the years. But like I said, these guys, my older brother and his crowd, he's like, what was he? 36 now. He's, um, they're all excited about it. Cause these are the dudes they listen to, you know? So, yeah. I mean, good for them, I guess. I thought it, uh, the NASCAR thing at LA this weekend, they had a halftime show and they had Ice Cube play. Really? 
I was unaware that I knew Ice Cube songs. Yeah. I know him as an actor. Yeah, because by the time, you know, we would have been knowing a whole lot of stuff, like Ice Cube was more of an actor than a rapper. Yeah, he was back in NWO. NWA. <laughs> NWA. The NWO is Hulk Hogan, Shit. Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrestling. Y'all corrupted my mind with the wrestling stuff. <laughs> one of us. One of us. Uh, golly day. What have I become? Carter is going to, when I tell Carter about that, he's going to love that. Number six on the cold cans rundown weekly six pack. All right. So Andy brought it to my attention that it is exactly 10 years to the day since Dirk Spentley released his 2012 album home. Um, Andy, do you have anything you kind of wanted to mention about that record as to why that was something that kind of stuck out in your mind? Uh, the album or the fact, the reason I know that this was 10 years because Dirk told me on Instagram. <laughs> Wait, you were talking to him on IG Live? Yeah. Or no, he called me. He sent me a message. We, we talk all the time. Talk we're we're the basically time. best friends. Yeah, <laughs> we're best friends. Yeah. Uh, it's, this is for one of the, uh, like, earliest, I guess you'd say, albums that I, uh, I can remember basically like when it came out, like the singles off of it. As Logan pointed out before the show, it's probably more to do with my terrible memory. But like I remember when five one five oh was the single on the radio. Uh am I the only one? Like when that video came out and all that. Yeah, I remember this album. Uh, also I think twenty twelve is about the year that um the night of the the two thousands country changed to what it currently is. Uh whatever you want to call that yeah the, the bro country, country the bro yeah. country era kind of got ushered in that summer it was this was right before that because like this yeah, was florida georgia line florida georgia line with cruise that yeah. summer is kind of yeah. what what flipped the mainstream format on its head and made yeah. bro country really popular for a while unfortunately but yeah uh diamonds make babies is a funny song dude great song it's a chris stapleton cover, right um funny about that is I didn't know my, that. interesting my younger brother when he, he got married when he was 23 or 24 um, he's 26 now. Yeah. 26. Um, when he told me that he bought a ring, I remember I started grinning. I was like, all right. I was like, you're a little young. I said, you sure you want to get engaged? He's like, yeah, I'm sure. So I went in my room, got my guitar, came back out. And then I, I went into the first verse and chorus of diamonds make babies. And I looked at him. And I was like, <laughs> well, I just remember that's going to be your life soon. <laughs> he started <laughs> laughing. He was like, well, I'm pretty sure that I, I want to get engaged. I wouldn't have bought the ring. Otherwise I was like, well, I was just, just letting you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's a funny song. I like it. Yeah, I like that song a lot. Yeah, this record's a, a a good record all the way through. I mean, there's a couple songs that I that are skip songs for me, like "Breathe You In" and and "The Woods" are kind of ones that I don't really listen to a whole lot. But um, I don't even remember the woods. I don't yeah, even know what it, it sounds like it's all right. "Breathe You In" like comes across as being a little creepy to me, but it's not a bad song, I guess. But the title um, is creepy. <laughs> do what? Yeah, I know. So the title is kind of creepy. I think there's like a line in that song about like when to wear you, you like your skin, or so. I don't know. It was just kind of it's, <laughs> okay. There, there is absolutely. No way what you just said is in that song. Okay. That I am pretty sure what you said is from the silence of the lambs. How about I'm gonna look up the lyrics right now and we're gonna see if I'm wrong, but y'all talk amongst yourselves and banter a minute so I can read this. <laughs> if I wanna wear you like my skin is in the song. We we're gonna might have to cancel this album. That would that would literally be the creepiest line 
in the country music history. Probably the history of all of music. <laughs> I'm currently there listening is, to it. I'm reading. I'm reading. There is I, no, I could be wrong. I, dear God, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> that would be a creepy line, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not <laughs> seeing it yet, but... <laughs> He does say breathe you in a lot, which I think is kind of creepy in and of itself. But yeah, yeah, but from the bar that you just said, the songs probably doesn't even seem creepy anymore. Yeah, okay, maybe I'm wrong. It doesn't yeah, say anything about in, yeah, breathe you in, be so close. Oh, did you hear it? Hold on, say right at two minutes in the song. Hold on, he said you you said breathe you in, be so close. I'm looking in the lyrics trying to find that. Where are you like my skin? <laughs> you see, you Dear saw his God. reaction. He thought he heard something. Yeah, sit two minutes and said, hold on. He thought he heard something. Trying to find it. You in. I'm going to be so close. There's something about skin. I remember. You it. can wear my skin. You can wear my skin. Boom. I knew it. I told you. I told you. It, it was in that song. Two I'm minutes not. in the song, he said. The two minutes he says you can wear my skin. Suck on that, Andy. I told oh you it was God. in there. I told you yeah, it was in weird. there. <laughs> I that's knew weird. Not, that's not something not, that I would have just not quite as weird as what Logan said. It, it's basically the same as yeah, what it's I said. Like one like, A. Don't get me wrong. Weirdness. We all sometimes have a little bit of a dark sense of humor, but it's not that dark because I knew I did not was not making that up. I was like, I remember something about skin. Yeah. I don't, yeah, that's weird. Wear my skin. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. That's icky, kind of. Yeah. I'm just going to say Dirk didn't write that song or have anything to do with it. But, but still, don't you object when you read the lyrics? <laughs> you yeah, go in the studio. <laughs> I've got, there's, I there, mean, there's no coming back from that one, but we're just going to, uh, I'm going to well, just pretend that, like, at least he didn't write it. He was at a least he didn't come up with it. He was a co writer. <laughs> Oof. Oh God! Oof. <laughs> that's probably Oof. the one line that he wrote. <laughs> a word for yeah, a third, am I right? That's. Oof. But that—that's yeah, weird. Creepy that's line weird. and yeah, a borderline creepy song a aside. <laughs> the, the album's good. Like, like I said, Diamonds Make Babies is good. I really like In My Head. Tip It On Back was a good radio song, especially for the time. All right, I got kicked out for a brief moment, but I'm back. All right, but like I said, yes, it was a um that that creepy line and the otherwise kind of only quasi creepy song aside, the album's good. Like Diamonds Make Babies is good, very funny song, pretty witty in its songwriting. Tip It On Back was a good radio single. So was Am I the Only One? Because God knows when my friends all started getting married, there was a times there I was like sitting there thinking, you know, I'm the only one that wants to have fun tonight. Everybody else wanted to be lame, but the, I mean. <laughs> It was a good, it was a good, I don't even know how we save it now, Andy, but uh, it, otherwise it was a good but, record. I do have a story uh, though about Home, though, the title track. Um, that song was kind of the catalyst for why Jason Isbell ended up getting sober. Um, so what I've read anyways, because Isbell, apparently he went on Twitter and called Dirk Bentley a, um, like a douchebag and an asshole. Because he said that he stole that song from him because he said the melody was too similar to Isabel's song in a razor town. You, you listen to them there. I mean, it's a little bit similar, but it's not 
it's not a ripoff. I've heard too many songs that are otherwise blatant ripoffs. That one's not a ripoff. His bull was wrong. Um, but apparently, he, like that, he got sober not long after that, and then we got Southeastern, which is a good, really good record. But that I thought that was a funny thing when you you brought up home. I was like, I do remember this because he had some Twitter beef where he was going going at uh, Dirk Bentley in a in a drunken fashion back in the day. Mm. Was that uh, a Twitter beef? Well, I don't think Dirk's really responded. Oh, <laughs> uh, so it's a one-way beef. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Isbel was Isbel was not like unknown in 2012, right? Because like he had already been in the drive-by yeah. truckers. He had released some good music on his own, but this was back in his drinking days. And you know, everybody does dumb shit when they're drinking like that. And but like he he would definitely was like going at him hard, saying that he. Mm, uh, that's uh, that's that's more embarrassing to be in a one-way beef than a two-way beef because you're not even getting yeah. acknowledged. <laughs> I mean, at 2012, I don't really think that uh, Dirk. Yeah, that's true. Going to be um, acknowledging Jason Isbell at that time. Nowadays, it's a little different because Isbell is a much higher profile much artist and yeah. songwriter than he was in 2012. He still was respected in 2012, just not to the masses like he is now. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, when you going to come around, grew on me. Ooh, From, yeah. I probably I wasn't as big of a fan of it then as I am now. That was that's probably my favorite song off this album now. Yeah, that really is like a very way, good the, song. The sound of that song just. It's very nice. Yeah, it's a, it's one of those. Um, I don't really love a lot of duets half the time with artists because um, I, I think they come across as being cheesy and like I don't really I don't dig love songs. Right. But that one works and I like that one. So I'm with you on that. It's a good song. One of the better ones on the record. Mm-hmm. But Touche. To cap off. Dirk's, go ahead. I was just saying, I was just looking at his discography. He was pumping out records. <laughs> Dude. 2003 to yeah, 2009 Dirks was fantastic. Then he took like a little bit of a break. I think don't think he put out another full length record until 2012 when Home came out. And then he he had a good run think- with Home and Riser. The um, album after Riser, I was not a huge fan of. Had some good songs, but not a huge fan of. But, you know, yeah. it, it's rebounded a little bit with The Mountain. But his early career stuff, his first three records hold up to this day. Fantastic. A doll on that hill. Wasn't the the bluegrass album before right before home too yeah that was like, like in that little like full like kind of break era ish yeah that was 09 or 10 bring the, I perm back. <laughs> the long hair uh curls and perm yeah, he used perm. to have. yeah yeah he needs to bring that back you know I think he and, did i think he has long hair again yeah but i don't think he has it in like a perm as much but I, he that may have been natural for all we know but andy you ought to hear your hair sure like that my when I was younger, my hair did look like that. I remember I've known you since we were five. Basically, at the same time that Dirk's hair looked like that, it's pretty much what my hair looked like. Yeah, it did. That's what I was thinking about when Kyle said that. I was like, Andy, you ought to grow your your hair, your hair is already long now, so you just ought to get it in a perm. Mm-hmm. My hair just does, used to curl like that. It doesn't curl like that quite as much. If anybody that's listening wants to Andy to do it in a perm, contact us and tweet at us, comment whatever, because we think Andy should do a perm. I agree. You can be the I'll trucker Andy with a perm. Let me talk to Dirks, and if he's cool with doing it again, I'll do it again. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we don't want you, you to get accused of ripping him off. So. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> That's right. a Twitter beef. Well, make sure you go follow us on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Go follow the YouTube channel, um, Country and Cold Cans. Click the subscribe and the alert button. Then also check out the brand new website for uh, the 
both podcasts, Miserable and Reckless, and Country Cold Cans. That is coldcansnetwork.com, coldcansnetwork.com. We've got a bunch of articles going up. We've got a couple of uh, new writers that have already published their work. I've got probably about five or six up myself. Got a couple other dudes that have said they're going to be contributing as well. So we're going to have stuff covering sports, music, uh, pop culture, all things the South, a little bit of pro wrestling, some beer, and some barbecue. So that's coldcansnetwork.com. While you're at it, go to the shop, pick up some merch, some hats, some koozies. We got the payment stuff set up. We're ready to rock and roll, help support the podcast because, you know, your boys need a little bit of sponsorship and a little bit of help with some merch. So, coldcansnetwork.com. And kids, please don't wear anybody else's skin. It's yeah. creepy. <laughs> it's just yeah, don't creepy. do that. <laughs> it's a no-no. <laughs> All right. For this episode of Country and Cold Cans, brought to you by the Cold Cans Network, I'm Logan, sitting here with Andy and Kyle, and we will see you next week. Thank you, guys. One, two, three, four.